Hello, and welcome to the Kitty Chronicles Sleepy Tales for Slumber Time. This podcast was created to help you relax and unwind with a softly spoken story about nothing more than the simple lives of some neighborhood house cats living their everyday lives to help you de-stress from the day as you slowly drift off to sleep. These stories have been both written and recited by me, Nicole Rodden. Please note that some of the names of the cats have been changed to respect their privacy. Please also note that the story will be repeated to ensure you have drifted off into a peaceful, tranquil slumber once you have gotten settled into your cozy nest of warm blankets and soft pillows and gently closed your eyes. Our story takes place in a small, close-knit, quiet community nestled in a Piedmont somewhere between ample mountainous peaks to the west and sandy, warm, sunny beaches with gently crashing waves to the east. The small, picturesque town has a classic 1960s feel with the remaining mid-century modern brick homes with tall trees lining the streets, while the sidewalks are perfect for parents teaching their children to ride bikes and teenagers to roll through on their scooters. Mothers with baby carriages casually stroll along with their dog leashes attached to the strollers, as well as other neighbors that live in the town come out of their homes to bask in the warm sunshine. The neighborhood's favorite mail carrier disperses packages as well as the latest gossip along his route. From an outsider's perspective, it is like most of small-town America. However, if you take just a moment to lean in for a closer look, you will see another group of town residents that most do not notice, a subculture of flush of fluffy friends milling about, living their own communal and placid lives. And this is where our sleepy tale begins. The day began like most days did in this tiny little suburban town, with cars cruising up and down the road, with commuters considering whether they should chance it on the local Starbucks or not, which for whatever reason never seemed to keep regular hours these days which both infuriated and confused the townspeople addicted to its legal stimulants. The only other coffee shop in town was owned by someone many considered to be a bit of a lunatic, so often it was opted to choose the standard Maxwell House drip from home. Oscar, the large, dominant, blonde, Maine Coon mix of a cat, laid in his front window, perched high on his cat tree, overseeing his kingdom as usual, and had no idea what the day was going to bring forth to him. It was a beautiful Friday morning that was slightly cool, but had such bright sunbeams shooting through the clouds that you just knew it was going to warm up and turn out to be another really lovely spring day. All of the neighborhood's trash cans and recycling bins had been carefully lined up along the streets because Fridays were the days when the fun-loving sanitation workers would either propel or dance through the streets, depending on what kind of mood they were in that day, collecting trash and emptying the bins that later another truck would come patrolling through 
and attend to all of the recycling bins. Oscar had suspiciously eyed the two new gray and white reclining chairs the day before. He was feeling a little uneasy because his favorite old brown overstuffed sofa had disappeared and in its place, these two new mystery chairs had appeared. He noticed they had a different smell to them immediately. His wet pink nose had alerted him on this and he had been tweaking his whiskers with dismay. He turned and stared at the two new chairs with both curiosity and disgust. What were his humans thinking replacing his favorite snuggly spot with these grotesque objects? The gray and white fabric did not look nearly as soft as the old brown sofa that had been taken so many years to break in so that it felt just right. As Oscar circled around the top of his cat tree to find just the right spot for sleeping, he suddenly noticed where his favorite missing sofa had gone and he couldn't believe his little soft yellow kitty cat eyes. Outside on the sidewalk, next to the street and the garbage cans, was the beloved snuff, soft snuggly piece. All of his favorite indiscretions and naps had occurred on this brown faded sofa that upon further inspection looked even worse if it was possible as it was cast in the sunbeams outside. He just couldn't believe this was outside at the road with a free sign on it as if it were trash. Surely, he thought, someone will grab what he considered to be an heirloom quality piece but he watched sadly, car after car flew past, not even stopping to take a closer look. This brought Oscar bittersweet feelings of both glee and sadness with so many wonderful memories attached. How could no one be interested? Perhaps if no one stopped to look at it, his humans would bring this exquisite piece with the sagging sting cushions back inside. While Oscar continued to monitor the situation, in the house next door, both Mabel and Ruggles were also checking this out from the front window. With Mabel in her pretty shiny black and white coat being more reserved, she decides to keep a safe distance and watch from within the house. Ruggles with the soft brown and white fur with blue crossed eyes decides to be an adventurer and has, and has out the cat door to investigate the current situation. Being both an avid observer and tireless explorer, she plods up the walkway leading to the sidewalk to check it out. Once she reaches the roadside, she begins sniffing the warm brown sofa. She knows the smells of Oscar and of long evenings of watching true crime shows and the Golden Girls, which she finds both as being vaguely familiar and comforting. She then hops up onto the sofa and circles around and finds just the right spot to settle in and watch the traffic flow by. Why hadn't anyone thought of this before, she wondered to herself. A roadside sofa was the ultimate relaxation solution to take a load off from the day and enjoy the surroundings. As this was occurring, Oscar stared out the window at her with both minor annoyance and curiosity at the same time watching the tiny pretty cat he admired so often from afar, sitting on his favorite sofa that he couldn't believe was no longer inside of his home. As he peered out the window, the mail carrier had been, had been putting along his, putting along in his mail truck as he pulled up next to the mailbox while talking on his earpiece. 
clearly having an in-depth conversation with someone about the pros and cons of a certain yard fertilizer. He paused briefly to judge the sofa on the side of the road with a look of disdain, which then softened to a smile and chuckle when he saw Petite Ruggles snuggled in on the left arm. He continued on then in his mail truck to check on the elderly shut-ins and moves on to complete his route. He had to be home on time today. After all, those weeds in his yard were not going to mow themselves. Suddenly, the garbage truck emerged from around the corner, which startled both of the cats. Ruggles jumped down from the sofa and took off in the direction of her backyard. Oscar bolted upright on his cat tree in the window. He remained in position, but watched with caution as the loud rumble of the garbage truck combined with the blaring Motown music paraded down the street, pausing at each home where the sanitation workers would hop off the back of the truck to empty the bins along the route. That was one of the many things both the residents of the town and the cats loved about the neighborhood, the fun-loving sanitation workers who were always smiling and laughing and had a different musical genre playing each week as they danced up the street while working, showing everyone there could be a little fun found in anything. The workers would empty the trash cans into the back of the garbage truck and continue to work their way up the street. The two men had gotten ahead of the truck and saw the sofa on the sidewalk. Oscar watched closely as they came up and carefully examined it. They stood back, resting their chins on their hands as if they were trying to decide if it was worthy of being a free sofa. They sat down on it and kicked back for a moment, not unlike Ruggles had, as they waited for the truck to catch up with them. When the driver reached them, they hopped up and both shook their heads collectively in agreement. This furniture was no good and not even suitable for being free. Oscar watched in horror and disbelief as the sofa was carefully picked up by the men lifting with their legs, not their backs, safety first mind you, and they chucked it right into the back of the garbage truck where it was crushed by the built-in compactor. Next they turned and stepped back up on the back of the truck where they would ride off into the distance leaving behind both the remnants of music from an era gone by and stares from an angry cat in a window. How could they have been so heartlessly stolen his well-beloved sofa? Now it was gone forever, and the only thing that remained of it were the memories of fond naps of yesteryear. As Oscar watched his crushed beloved sofa rolling off into its future at the local city dump, he suddenly remembered he hadn't fully explored the new rocking and reclining chairs that had appeared. He climbed down from his post and went over to the new chairs and gave them a good solid sniff. They didn't appear to smell too bad, at least not as bad as he had initially thought. He carefully maneuvered up into the gray and white chair on the left. It moved slightly, which was a bit unnerving. Uh-oh, he thought, but as he kneaded his paws into the plush, robust cushion seat, he came to the sudden realization that maybe just maybe, this chair didn't quite seem so bad after all. He did a little loop around the seat and snuggled into the corner of the back of the seat and the right arm and he gently closed his eyes. Yes, he thought, this chair will do quite nicely after all.
The day began like most days did in this tiny little suburban town with cars cruising up and down the road with commuters considering whether they should chance it on the local Starbucks or not, which for whatever reason never seemed to keep regular hours these days, which both infuriated and confused the townspeople that were addicted to its legal stimulants. The only other coffee shop in town was owned by someone many considered to be a bit of a lunatic, so often it was opted to choose the standard Maxwell House drip of coffee from home. Oscar, the large, dominant, blonde, Maine Coon mix of a cat, laid in his front window, perched high on his cat tree, overseeing his kingdom as usual, and had no idea what the day was going to bring forth to him. It was a beautiful Friday morning that was slightly cool, but had such bright sunbeams shooting through the clouds that you just knew it was going to warm up and turn out to be another really lovely spring day. All of the neighborhood's trash cans and recycling bins had been carefully lined up along the streets because Fridays were the days when the fun-loving sanitation workers would either propel or dance through the streets, depending on what kind of mood they were in, collecting trash and emptying the bins. Then later on, another truck would come patrolling through the area and attending to all of the recycling bins. Oscar had suspiciously eyed the two new gray and white reclining chairs the day before. He was feeling a little uneasy because his favorite old brown overstuffed sofa had disappeared and in its place these two new mystery chairs had appeared. He noticed they had a different smell to them immediately. His wet pink nose had alerted him on this and he had been tweaking his whiskers with dismay. He turned and stared at the two new chairs with both curiosity and disgust. What were his humans thinking, replacing his favorite snuggly spot with these grotesque objects? The gray and white fabric did not look nearly as soft as the old brown sofa that had taken so many years to break in so that it felt just right. As Oscar circled around the top of his cat tree to find just the right spot for sleeping, he suddenly noticed where his favorite missing sofa had gone and he couldn't believe his little soft yellow kitty cat eyes. Outside on the sidewalk, next to the street and the garbage cans, was the beloved, soft, snuggly sofa. All of his favorite indiscretions and naps had occurred on this sofa that upon further inspection looked even worse if that was possible as it was cast in the sunbeams outside. He just couldn't believe this was outside at the road with a free sign on it, as if it were trash. Surely, he thought, someone will grab what he considered to be an heirloom quality piece, but watch sadly car after car fly past, not even stopping to take a closer look. This brought Oscar bittersweet feelings of both glee and sadness with so many wonderful memories attached. How could no one be interested? Perhaps if no one stopped to look at it, his humans would bring this exquisite piece with the sagging sink cushions back inside. While Oscar continued to monitor the situation, in the house next door, both Mabel and Ruggles are also checking this out from the front window. With Mabel in her pretty shiny black and white coat being more reserved, she decides to keep a safe distance and watch from within the house. 
Ruggles with the soft brown and white fur with blue crossed eyes decides to be an adventurer and heads out the cat door to investigate the current situation. Being both an avid observer and a tireless explorer, she plods up the walkway leading to the sidewalk to check it out. When she reaches the roadway, she begins sniffing the warm brown sofa. She notices it smells of Oscar and long evenings of watching true crime shows in the Golden Girls, which she finds both as being vaguely familiar and comforting. She then hops up onto the sofa and circles around and finds just the right spot to settle in to watch the traffic flow by. Why hadn't anyone thought of this before, she wondered to herself. A roadside sofa was the ultimate relaxation solution to take a load off from the day and enjoy your surroundings. As this was occurring, Oscar stared out the window at her with both minor annoyance and curiosity at the same time. Watching the tiny, pretty cat he admired so often from afar, sitting on his favorite sofa that he couldn't believe was no longer inside of his home. As he peered out the window, the mail carrier had been putting along in his mail truck and pulled it up next to the mailbox while talking on his earpiece, clearly having an in-depth conversation with someone about the pros and cons of a certain yard fertilizer. He paused briefly to judge the sofa on the side of the road with a look of disdain, which then softened to a smile and chuckle when he saw Petite Ruggles snuggled into the left arm. He continues on then with his mail truck to check on the elderly shut-ins and moves on to complete his route. He had to be home on time today. After all, those weeds in his yard were not going to mow themselves. Suddenly, the garbage truck emerged from around the corner, which startled both of the cats. Ruggles jumped down from the sofa and took off in the direction of her backyard. Oscar bolted upright on his cat tree in the window. He remained in position but watched with caution as the loud rumble of the garbage truck combined with the blaring Motown music paraded down the street, pausing at each home where the sanitation workers would hop off the back of the truck to empty the bins along the route. That was one of the many things the residents of the town and the cats loved about the neighborhood, the fun-loving sanitation workers who were always smiling and laughing and had a different musical genre playing each week as they danced up the street while working, showing everyone that there could be a little fun found in anything. The workers would empty the trash cans into the back of the garbage truck and continue to work their way up the street. The two men had gotten ahead of the truck and saw the sofa on the sidewalk. Oscar watched closely as they came up and fully examined it. They stood back, resting their chins on their hands as if they're trying to decide if it was even worthy of being a free sofa. They sat down on it and kicked back for a minute, not unlike Ruggles had as they waited for the truck to catch up with them. When the driver reached them, they hopped up and both shook their heads collectively in agreement. This furniture was no good and not even suitable for being free. Oscar watched in horror and in disbelief as the sofa was carefully picked up by the men lifting with their legs, not their backs, safety first, mind you, and they chucked it right in the back of the garbage truck where it was crushed by the built-in compactor. Next, they turned and stepped back up the back of the truck 
where they would ride off into the distance, leaving behind both the remnants of music from an era gone by and stares from an angry cat in a window. How could they have been so heartlessly stolen his well-loved sofa? Now it was gone forever, and the only thing that remained of it were the memories of fond naps of yesteryear. As Oscar watched his crushed beloved sofa rolling off into its future at the local city dump, he suddenly remembered he hadn't fully explored the new rocking and reclining chairs that had appeared. He climbed down from his post and went over to the new chairs and gave them a good solid sniff. They didn't appear to smell too bad, at least not as bad as he had initially thought. He carefully maneuvered up the gray and white chair on the left. It moved slowly, which was a bit unnerving. Uh-oh, he thought, but as he kneaded his paws into the plush, robust cushioned seat, he came to the sudden realization that maybe, just maybe, this chair didn't feel quite so bad after all. He did a little loop around the seat and snuggled into the corner of the back of the chair in the right arm and gently closed his eyes. Yes, he thought, this chair will do quite nicely after all. Sweet dreams and good night.